Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey, and today I'm doing Clearing My Queue. I'm doing a review of a documentary, actually, I watched the other night, uh, or the other day, called Iverson. Um, get right into it. Iverson is the ultimate legacy of NBA legend Allen Iverson, who rose from a childhood of crushing poverty in Hampton, Virginia, to become an 11-time NBA All-Star and universally recognized icon of his sport. Off the court... His audacious rejection of conservative NBA, uh, of NBA convention and un- unapologetic embrace of hip-hop culture sent shockwaves throughout the league and influenced an entire generation. Told largely in Iverson's own words, the film charts the, ch- the career highs and lows of one of the most distinctive and, accompl- and accomplished figures the sport of basketball has ever seen. It, it gets a 7 out of 10 on IMDb and 90 seven percent on google like this documentary um i love this documentary uh i'm a huge alan iverson fan uh i go back to georgetown with him uh wasn't georgetown's not my favorite college team or anything but i noticed him in georgetown and when he went to the nba i you know i just philadelphia kind of came a, a team for me to root for because of him and still to this day, I I, I I wish them well, you know, I, I do. They've struggled for many years without him, but they're doing pretty good now, but I've always wished them well. Uh, them and the Chicago Bulls is who I wish, you know, I'm not saying they are my favorite teams or anything. I, th- t- today, it's just players. It, NFL, Cincinnati Bengals, my favorite team. They're winless this year. They suck this year, but I've always had a favorite football team basketball not so much you know i i when i watched it as a kid i went for anybody that was playing michael jordan and the bulls ironically i became a bulls fan after jordan left so um no i mean i i I like a lot of players but as far as teams you know i never was drawn to one specific team i would say right now like i said before it's the sitzers and the bulls I, i root for those two teams i wish them well uh uh, the Philly thing is because of Iverson, Chicago. I kind of like the Baby Bulls uh, in the mid 2000s with uh, Ben Gordon, Kurt Heinrich, you know, uh, Hakeem Noah. Um, I think that's how you pr- pr- pronounce his first name. Then they drafted um, Derrick Rose. Man, he became my favorite player in, at that point in time because he was just fantastic until he got hurt. And once they traded Jimmy Butler, they've been rebuilding so i wish them well i know they're not going to make the playoffs again this year but you know i wish them well uh phillies they they're gonna have a chance to go back to the nba finals uh they haven't been since 2001 and that was the last time well uh, alan iverson led that team to the finals so um but getting to the story you know when he was a teenager you know you know he got tried as an adult for, for fighting, and he actually went to prison. And it, and and I knew a little about this. I didn't actually know he did time. Um, if they saw a African American man, a black man, on the rise, and they didn't want to, they wanted to use him as an example. They wanted to punish him to say this is an example. It, it was a racist move. It was a, it was it was a horrible move. Uh, I'm not one of the. You know, I'm one of those people that doesn't see color, and 
I know this world doesn't share my views, but but I, I believe you know I'm a, I'm a Christian man, and I believe I'm not trying to get on religion at all. But I believe Jesus walked this earth; he did not see color. I don't believe God sees color, uh, so you know I don't see color. I just see people, and uh, but. They saw him as a black man, and they wanted to make an example out of him. So, you know, he did time. And Georgetown took a chance on him when he got out. And I'm not sure exactly how long he was in in there for, but like I didn't even know he actually went. I knew about the the bowling incident at the bowling alley, uh, the fight that broke out. I knew about it, and basically he was. It's not like he was actually fighting. You, on the videotape they, they, they showed in the documentary, you just see him and he just walks away. But since he was known to be there and he's a big name, you know, he was a rising basketball sensation. And they just had to, sadly, they had to make an example out of him. Um, and uh, I think that was the start of his anti-authority kind of figure. Uh, but Georgetown took a chance on him. John Thompson took a chance on him. Uh, great coach. Uh, much respect for John Thompson and when he was coaching Georgetown. Uh, and I remember watching him. It was in the second round of the tournament, March Madness. I was like, this guy is special. And I'm a big basketball fan. Uh, I was like, so there's something special about this guy. So I noticed every time they were playing in the tournament, I would watch. And I'd watch for him. Uh, I really noticed him. I really, you know, I hadn't noticed a player like that since. This is funny because it's probably since Christian Leitner's miracle shot that beat Kentucky in the lead eight, I believe. Uh, I remember that. Uh, I haven't noticed a player, you know, like, that's what he, he never would top that for his career. But Iverson did top that. You know, he got he went on and got drafted by Philadelphia. He made Michael Jordan look stupid with that crossover. And, and I, I I remember what uh, they showed that in a clip. And I was like, I remember that. That was awesome. Because my brother was a huge Michael Jordan fan. And I was this Allen Iverson fan. And he said, that won't stick. He'll change. And I never did. I, I loved that guy from day one. Uh, first time I saw him until he retired. And I was like, this guy's special. This, guy's gonna, this guy should win championships. Uh, and Larry Brown even said this. He had the potential to be the most popular player of all time. And I agree, uh, but the media and the NBA made him this villainous type character, and they do it. I think they do it in every sport. Uh, NFL uh, at the time he was playing, it was T.O. Terrell Owens. Today it's Antonio Brown, which I think Antonio Brown kind of deserves what he's getting, but but I don't think T.O. deserved it. I think he was misunderstood, uh, but that's just my opinion on it. Uh, but Allen Iverson, you know, he was not a bad guy. He was a very good guy. And, you know, and people, and even the NBA today does this. They say, who took the mantle from Michael? They go Kobe Bryant. And that's not true. Allen Iverson took the mantle from Michael. He took over when Michael retired. He's the most popular player in the game. And I, I have never in my life seen a player like Allen Iverson do what he did at his size I mean, he, he went up against Giants. He, he would shoot the jump shots. He he would put his body on the line. And I just, I had never seen a player do that till to this day. 
To to this day, I haven't seen a player do that. Not like him. Not like him. And you, you hear the comparisons of who was better, Magic or Bird. Uh, then you compare Jordan. LeBron gets compared to Jordan, which I think is unfair. <laughs> LeBron's not as good as Jordan, in my opinion. Um, but you never hear anybody compare anybody to Allen Iverson. <laughs> you know, you don't, you just don't hear it. Uh, everyone else you do, you, I think somebody tried to compare Steph Curry to Allen Iverson, which is, I like Steph, I do, uh, but Steph Curry can never take his Golden State Warriors, if it was just him, he would never have been able to take his Golden State Warriors to an NBA Finals. Uh, I'm not even sure he even took them to the playoffs. I think he always had Clay and Draymond. I may be wrong in that, but I think he always had them, uh, but I could be wrong. They were, I know there was one year, I think Don Nelson was the coach. They did go to the playoffs. I think they got to the second round. It was uh, Steph's second or third year. Uh, then, Ste then Steve Kerr took over. And he, he, we all know what happened after that. Uh, but um, but I, Steph is not, not, he's not in Allen Iverson's league, in my opinion. One of the best three-point shooters I've ever seen. I'm not going to say he's the best. But he's definitely top five. Um, but I think that's all. Um, I don't think he plays defense like Iverson did. Uh, and I, some people say Iverson didn't play good defense. But he got steals. He got rebounds. Uh, for his size, I mean, they, people say he's a ball hog. Well, Larry Brown said this. He wanted him to shoot 40 times a night. That's the only way we could win. So, I mean, you know, I, I just... I guess I'm passionate about this one because Iverson was my guy. He was the first guy I ever bought a jersey of for basketball. I, later on, I did get a Shaq jersey when he was in L.A., but Iverson was the first, and I wore that thing out. I wore it everywhere. I mean, I wore it on vacations. I wore it to school. I mean, I wore it everywhere. I was so proud to have that Allen Iverson jersey. Uh, the, the it was the white jersey, you know, and uh, I just oh I just I just loved it, you know I loved that jersey, and I loved to watch him play. Uh, I think he was the most entertaining basketball player in my opinion. Uh, I, I I I love the catchphrase, even though it's it's not really what it it's not truthful. Uh, the whole practice comments we're talking about practice, man, practice, not a game, practice. But the whole point, I did not even know the whole point of that. The issue was he lost his best friend. His best friend had died. But the, the media didn't tell that side of the story. They just talked about practice. And I did not know. I always thought it was funny. But I, looking back on it, that painted, painted him in a bad light. And after that, I think they, you know, the Citrus got rid of him the next year. He went to Denver. It didn't work out. He gets shipped to Detroit. That is a disaster. They wanted him to come off the bench. And he even said this. I'm, an, I'm a former MVP, three-time scoring champion, and they want me to come off the bench. Michael Jordan didn't come off the bench. <laughs> you know? I, I, and I think he thought he was the best player in the game. He actually did. He thought it. He said it. I'm the best player in the game. And, you know, he was real, and, and people didn't like that. And actually, that's one thing he said, if he could – give advice to anybody when he was shooting this uh, documentary, if he can give anybody any advice to anyone, he says, be fake. That's what they want. But see me, I'm real. I want to tell you like it is, whether you like it or not. And I love that. I just love how blunt he was. 
and uh, especially in the game. But he did change things, man. Uh, Phil Jackson had a problem with him. He had a problem with how he dressed, how he represented himself. Uh, but I never had a problem with him. I, I, I he was a rebel, and I, I love that. And I just I miss him. The game has not, for me the game has not been the same since Allen Iverson retired. I mean, I, I still like uh, Kevin Durant. I like Kevin Durant. I, uh, Kyrie Irving. I like him. I, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I like players, but I don't feel that connection. I, I, I would say this, especially with Philly. Iverson had a connection with his fans. Uh, he just had. I think he overall had a connection with the fans in general, but especially in Philly. Uh, that was like Michael and the Bulls, uh, Kobe with the Lakers, Magic and the Lakers, Bird with the Celtics. Uh, there was just this connection. And uh, I don't think you see that much today because all these players want to swap and build, you know, super teams and to win a championship instead of doing it the right way. I mean, I love Kevin Durant. I think he's amazing. I, but... He went to Golden State to get a championship because he didn't think he can get one in OKC. And he probably couldn't have got one. I, I, I love James Harden. I love Westbrook, but I, I mean, I'll, I'll cheer them on. I'm hoping Harden and Westbrook can get to the finals again and win it one year, but maybe this year. But uh, I don't see it happening. I just don't think Westbrook is. I don't think either one of them are really built for the postseason. Um, just my opinion on it, but you know, but Iverson, I remember. You know, you look back when he won the MVP, 2001. They went to the finals. You really look back at that team. Allen Iverson, Dikembe Mutombo, real deal. He's he's a real deal. But Aaron McKee, Eric Snow. I'm not dissing these guys at all. Uh, you know. But they're not stars. Iverson literally had to score 30 to 40 points for his team to have a chance to win a game. Um, that's just the reality of it. And uh, he did. I remember that playoffs uh, against the Pacers. Oh, man, I was, I was, I, I was excited. Because I said Philly's going all the way. They're going to win a championship. And they beat Reggie Miller and the Pacers. Then they got to play Vince Carter and the Raptors. And I was nervous. Because... Vince Carr's playing lights out. and uh, But they do beat him in Game 7. I was like, yes. Then we got to play the Bucks. Glenn Robinson, Ray Allen, Sam Cassell. Going up against Allen Iverson. Uh, <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, you know, and I was like... Now looking back on it, we should have got beat. Citrus should have got beat in that series. Uh, but Allen Iverson, <laughs> he's the reason they didn't. So they go to the finals. They're playing the Lakers. Shaq, Kobe, Ori, Rick Fox, um, Nick, not Nick Van Etzel, uh, Derek Fisher, I mean, Tyrone Lue, everyone remembers Iverson stepping over him, um, but at the time, I felt like the Sixers were going to win because of, of Iverson, but looking back, they never had a chance. Never had a chance. And, uh, they just didn't. They were overmatched in every, every way. Uh, you, 
to beat a team like the Lakers, especially those Lakers, it's it, you gotta have a, a you gotta have more than one superstar. Even if it's Allen Iverson, you gotta have more than him. I don't believe Michael Jordan could have beat those Lakers. Not just Michael Jordan. You think you switch Iverson, put Jordan in there? I don't think Jordan wins either. I really don't. Um, so, but I'm glad I got because it was the very first like in football. Like I said, I like the Bengals. My first football game I ever watched with the Bengals was the Super Bowl <laughs> when Joe Montana came back and beat them. And uh, they have won one playoff game since then. The following year, they won a wild card game. And then next round, they got beat by the Raiders, but they hurt Bo Jackson. Bills went on, went, went on, went to the Super Bowl, and got beat by the Giants. Bengals have not won a playoff game in that so many years. So, as long as I've been watching the Bengals as a fan, because as an ongoing fan, you know, every week, um, I have not seen them win a playoff game. And I don't remember who they played when they won a playoff game. I probably watched, but I don't remember it. So I have not seen my favorite team win a playoff game. <laughs> um, and, I mean, my, my favorite baseball team was the Cleveland Indians. I have seen them go to multiple World Series, but lose. Uh, but following in basketball, my favorite player, Allen Iverson, going to the finals and losing. Uh, it was heartbreaking uh, for me personally, but... But this documentary, man, shows his lows, his highs. Um, he did a rap video that I didn't even know he did. Uh, but when he went to Memphis, I'll get back to the finals. It, it was a great experience to see him get there, uh, even though he lost. It was a great year. Uh, no one played like Iverson that year, not even close. Uh, here's the reality, people probably do not want to admit he was Michael Jordan smaller with tattoos that's simple as that people didn't think they can get tattoos back then uh, and play in the NBA uh, Iverson changed culture he changed the culture of the NBA and and I you know it, it's just it's awesome you know uh, what he was able to do but he went to Memphis after Detroit I say he was gonna he wasn't gonna start. He's gonna come off the bench. So um that you know I can't even imagine. But I think coming off the bench, making him come off the bench, not starting him, killed his passion for the game. He left Memphis, I think maybe ten or fifteen games in the season, uh just left, took a hiatus and ended up going back to Philly. And he was so emotional going back. But it didn't work out, you know? And that's sad. Because uh, I thought, well, he's going to end his career in Philadelphia. It's going to be awesome. Maybe he can get this team back to the playoffs the following couple years. But he was only there for like 10 or 15 days, I think. Maybe it was 10 15 games. Uh, I don't really remember. They didn't say in the documentary. It's just like it didn't work out. Um, and he goes to Turkey. Because no one will sign him in the NBA. The NBA basically kicked him out. And I don't even know how you can kick out a player like Allen Iverson. I mean, one of the best to ever play the game. Truly one of the best. And you 
You kick him out. You villainized him. You know, you made him his villain, and he wasn't. He was. He was really misunderstood. He had bad circumstances happen. But he did have. He did have a circumstance with his wife. Um, supposedly, she was naked, and he kicked her out of the house. But he said that wasn't true, and he didn't. Obviously, it wasn't true. I mean, or, I mean, I don't know. I. He didn't do no time for it or anything. Uh, he threatened her apparently. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. They really didn't go in details, but he was on the Stephen A. Smith show, and and I remember that him coming on there, and I, I was like, I felt bad for him. I, I just did. One of the greatest to play the game and being treated this way, and it, it, it's sad. But it's what these. It's a business, you know. It's a business, and. Um, so he ends up going to Turkey, plays 10 games, uh, injures his calf, uh, and leaves. Never comes back and never plays another game. Uh, and then retires as a Philadelphia 76er. Um, he just lost his passion for it, and, and it was sad to see. Um, you know, um, it was just sad. Um I still say he was one of the best ever to play the game. I think he could have been the most popular player to ever play the game. If things would have went his way. But it didn't. But for that time span in Philadelphia, man, he was just balling. He was the best basketball player on the planet and while he was in Philadelphia. Before he got traded to Denver. And I don't know what happened in Denver. And in Detroit and Memphis. I don't know where his head was but I know his heart was not in the game I think getting traded because he wanted to be a sitzer he wanted to retire a sitzer and it just didn't work out um, he loved Larry Brown they got into it but he said most of them, he said 99% of the time it was his fault but but he loved Larry Brown um, and it was just a sad, you know, it was a sad documentary. It had some good moments, had some bad moments, had some low moments. Overall, though, it's sad that a player like that got treated the way he got treated in the end. And, it, but it happens, I mean. But overall, I really enjoyed the documentary. Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, I'm going to give my score now. I went way over. I did not want to go over 10 minutes on this, and I did. But my score is a five markouts out of five. I really enjoyed this. I recommend it. It's on Netflix. Um, it. I'm probably gonna watch a little bit more of these documentaries, but I, it was good. But anyway, that's been my review for Iverson. So check it out.